0: This is Phil Nichols, and I play the character of Renfield in Renfield, the Undead. Hello,
1: dummies. How are you? (laughs) Go. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Geider. My very special guest today is actor Randy Mimoli. He was Victor in Gitchy. Head on, Randy. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good. I'm glad to have you on here. Um, we had a couple couple days uh, signed to the interview, but it kind of backfired. But we are here now.
0: Yes, it's about time. Thank you.
1: No problem. As you know, um, I've got the copy of Gitchy. Uh, I watched it, reviewed it. I interviewed um, the director, Moneybags. And I also <laughs> interviewed... Gitchy himself, Greg Gale. Now you're a third yes. in line. You play Victor, and if my memory serves me right, because I did watch like eighty thousand movies since then, you played the character of the sister's boyfriend, correct? Correct. Yes. And you're the one that they that she, she decided to tell you about her parents out in the porch, correct?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Gitchy first because you were in a couple other projects as well that I'm very interested in asking you about. Okay. And, and the listeners will be too because basically what happens is, you know, when we go through your resume, um, people do listen to the interviews and check out the movies that we talk about and that's like one of those sources to, you know, get them to bought or rented or however. All right. Now, Gitchy. Now, Thomas told me, that a lot of you guys had no idea what the script was about. All you knew is you had to show up and be there and most of you guys found out later on what what the story is about. Am I correct?
0: That's correct. Yes.
1: Now, I got to ask you a question. Uh sure begins that Being that Greg Gale is a 6 foot 5 gigantic human. Um, what was your first? Uh, what was your impression when you saw a huge clown like that? I mean, n- normal clowns aren't that big, but for his size. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, when I when I saw Greg, I just saw I saw Greg. I saw a 6'5", three hundred pound person dressed up as a clown. Right. You, you know, because like in the movie, like he didn't look demonic at all. Like he didn't look scary so like he just looked like a normal clown right right in my, in my, in my eyes but, but like once you start filming and doing the movie and doing the scene like the creepiness starts coming out <laughs> yeah. you know when he, when he gets into character and like you know then you're just like okay you know a little weird here but then when you're doing the film like you get into it because he gets into it and then you start getting creeped out and you know, but like when you first see him, like when I first saw Greg in the full clown outfit, like I was laughing, I was giggling, like a little kid, like oh, it's a clown, right? But then once, but once we start filming and doing the movie, like you know, you know, all of that just goes out the window, and it's like legit, like all right, this is scary. You know <laughs> how, especially when he tossed, you know, especially when he was on top of me and like you know, killing me and like just get it doing that whole thing.
1: Yeah, no. It's crazy. I mean, you know, like I told him, like I told uh, Thomas, you know, this movie is almost safe for children um, yeah. because it's it's a horror movie, but it's a tickling clown horror. But, of course, at the end, he had a few choice F words. But a lot of kids, like three or four, they usually don't really catch on to what's being said. All they see is a clown, you know what I mean? So, right. But, yeah, but the movie I thought was a big surprise for me, I mean, I'm a big clown horror guy so you know, yes. I, already, I already watched 100 Tears and of course there's a new one coming out in DVD probably this month uh, Clown Camp Massacre so this is a different spin on clown horror which I thought was really really unique yes and uh, it, may, it, it had to have been a, an experience for you I mean let alone being a short film so it's you know it's a little more um, compressed where you can remember some more stuff but it had to have been an experience to see that kind of uh, display of you know a character in a movie like that yeah now M- Michael J Brown played um your girlfriend's brother now yes. I talked about I talked to Thomas about this as well as he really really put himself in that role I mean he really uh, buckled down and really made it look really real on on how you felt about this clown and I thought that was great acting by him
0: yeah Michael, Michael did a really good job yes. I, I actually, at first, I did audition for the uh, boy uh, for uh, the brother, but I I auditioned for both characters, right? Um, the brother, the brother and Victor, but I was more satisfied with the Victor character.
1: Yeah, considering that at first you thought it was a joke, if I remember correctly, and then all of a what, sudden, the mo- yeah, the movie about the clown, yeah.
0: Oh yes.
1: And then all of a sudden, there there he appears, <laughs> but yeah. Liz Walsh was great. I mean, the, the whole cast, including yourself, did a great job in this movie. You guys definitely had chemistry. You know, you, yeah. you, you definitely had it that was flowing pretty well. And, of course, I heard the stories about the first showing of of, of Gitchy, uh, Thomas told me, in Jersey. You know, and I, I won't go that, down that road again, but I'm sure you heard that story about the Jewish guy that uh, um, I thought was really interesting. So now, um, you also were from what I've noticed, that you were in New York. Um, what Was that a, a Today, Today Show or something in New York? and
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And a camera came across the people, and there you were wearing your Gitchy shirt. I thought that was yeah. cool. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I'm, I'm at a point in my career where, like, I have to do so much to put myself out there. Because, like, I'm not big enough to have, like, all these people, like you know, helping me, you know, I don't have, like, agents and publicists and all these people pushing, putting me out there, so I got to go all out and do it, the, whatever I can to get noticed, Yeah. so, like, I came across these, uh, two free tickets to, um, to, to Lady Gaga at the Today Show, um, and, like, I brought my girlfriend with me, because she likes Lady Gaga, and I, I, really couldn't find a replacement, so, I like, I had to go, and, and, um, so I said to myself, "I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Like, I'm going to wear my my kitchen shirt Maybe I'll get noticed, or you know, maybe, or maybe like Lady Gaga will notice and she's a freak yeah. she likes freaky stuff. So like, I did wear my sh- my shirts as a live show, and you know, at the very beginning of it, like, you know, the camera guy just came across, and there I was, you know, with with the shirt with the shirt. I'm putting my arms up. I'm screaming in the camera, and." Uh, <laughs> you know thankfully somebody filmed it for us and you know i reviewed it and i looked at it and like you saw me and my girlfriend very clearly and you saw the get you shirt clearly yeah so what i what i did was i called thomas and i was like thomas listen you know i i went to the Today show i'm like I, i got caught on camera with the get you shirt very clear you know why don't we do something with that so i you know i pretty much gave thomas the footage and he edited it down and Made like a little promo for Gitchy, oh, that's and cool. uh, it did. You know, it came out pretty cool the way we filmed it. Like, you know, it shows like lady. It shows uh, you know, all the hosts of the Today Show talking over the microphones. You see the whole crowd, and like there I was in the middle of it with the Gitchy shirt. That's cool. And then like, and then in the end, like we just made it as a promo. You know, I put the trailer at the end of it, and you know the whole like, yeah, buy Gitchy on DVD. So it was like 30 seconds, but it was like a
1: really cool 30 seconds. Well, see, I, I'm lucky because I'm, I'm in that family because I got my Gitchy shirt as well. So. Yes,
0: that's that's cool.
1: Yep. Now, if you want, um, we can always come back to this if you've got any more stories, but uh, I'll, I'll like to... Well, go ahead. I,
0: actually, uh, you know, going back to what you said in the beginning, you know, I, I, I like discussing that only because when you're like, you know, at first we didn't know what the whole Gitchy was about. right. You know, like when I first saw the sides of the uh, of the movie, you know, it's basically, you know, it, it's about a supernatural ca- clown that kills people. Right. So my whole thought was, this is sweet, this is cool. You know, because like you you were you were saying earlier that you're like into the whole like clown like movies and all that. I, I remember the night before the audition for me to get like into the character or like into the mood. Like I did watch Stephen King's It. Okay. You know, but. Because I was all about clowns and like you know this is cool. Most people don't like clowns, but I like the whole, you know, killer killer clowns from outer space. Oh, like, I instant, that. Yes, yeah, so like I I got into the whole clown mood where I'm like, all right, you know. So when I got to the audition and read the sides, like none of it was mentioned at the fact that Kichi tickles. It wasn't in, <laughs> like it wasn't in the script. We right. got our sides, so here we are acting out this whole movie. Where we don't even know what the killer does, oh, that's awesome. and, it wa- and it wasn't until Thomas called me, and I, I will never forget it. Like you know, I was driving my car. It was like eleven o'clock at night. I'm in the middle of Homedale, New Jersey, and there's really not much out there. So like, I'm just driving down the street. It's 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 dark. There's nothing around me, and then like that's when Thomas was discussing it over with me, and he was just like, you know, Randy, you know, basically the clown. What he does is tickles people to death. <laughs> And like I got freaked out. Like it was just freaky how he said it and just and then come to reality like tickled you to death. So like it it, it it was kind of weird. And like, you know, when I told my girlfriend about it, she was weird about it because like I started doing I started doing the whole gitchy gitchy goo and then she's like, Stop freaking <laughs> me out. That's funny. And, like it, but like but what's funny is about the whole gitchy thing is like if you tell somebody who's not into horror movies or, like, not into, like, weird, like, crazy, dark comedy. Like, they're not going to get it. No, nope. like they're just going to laugh. They're going to laugh at Because it's very hard for me to, like, talk to people without getting you without them keeping a straight face. Like exactly. Like, they just laugh, and they don't take it seriously.
1: Exactly. You know, But, they, but, yep. but
0: like, but, but some people, like, love it. Like, you know, like, some people will be like, dude, I think that's fucking cool. Yeah. But, like, you know, but. Well, when I do to talk to people, like people want to make jokes, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Richie, Randy was in Gitchy, you know, like a killer clown that tickles. Like they make jokes, but like they don't realize how big Gitchy became. You yeah. know, between the fe- between the media, between the festivals, like you know, it's a it's a really legit movie. And um, but like you know, if, if you're not into like horror movies, you're really not going to get it, right? You know or if it's not if it's not playing this Friday in a theater near you you know no one's going to like really you know look it up and like really want to see it
1: well see i call them fly by night movie watchers i mean i don't mean that offended. i don't mean to be offended ugh. i don't mean no, to you be just whatever you want <laughs> i don't mean to be ignorant like that but see when i see now on my part of having a podcast and reviewing movies or interviews so my job is to promote help promote movies, and if I tell friends of mine, oh yeah man, I saw a damn good movie last night, it's called Gitchy, he tickles people yeah. to death, he's a clown and they look at me like <laughs> what? So I mean, yeah. I mean, they don't quite get it but it doesn't really matter, but, but you know like anything else, people have to see it first to understand what you're talking about yeah. But it's a good movie. I mean, I liked it. I mean, I, I watched it like ten times already. I mean, it is a short film to begin with. So you, you actually can watch it more than once in a short period of time. But yeah. it is it is making big headlines on Facebook and, and other podcasts. So yeah. that would be an interesting movie um, if they would ever make it a long, I mean, a, a, a feature. But uh, Thomas is not really into that right now I mean I think it's best to don't touch something that's a gem right now I mean I wouldn't want to mess with it right yeah. now you know I
0: yeah I, I really wouldn't want it to go corporate either because if somebody buys it somebody picks it up you know yep. they have total control of the movie and like all of us that worked on it probably won't be able to be there for the remake or the uh, the stupid one that some director is going to pick up and remake it and like we're all going to be screwed yep I, I like it the way it is, you know. I remember like a year ago, somebody came up to me and they made a joke, like, "Can like Gitchy?" Like, Brady was in Gitchy, or he made a comment about Gitchy, and it was actually this the same exact night it was being premiered at the Phoenix Comic Con, which I was kind of mad that I wasn't able to go to. Right. But like, you know, as soon as I told him, I'm like, "Yeah, it's being premiered right now in Phoenix." The dude shut up and didn't even say anything. Yes. He He couldn't touch. He couldn't touch it couldn't make a joke about it because
1: it, it's getting a lot of attention right you know what and and that's where you have to be patient and just wait and the ones yes. that make the ones that make the stupid comments feel like like idiots because oh maybe I was wrong maybe maybe you weren't you know yeah I, yeah I get it I mean I you know trust me there's a lot of well you you do know that Gitchy also it brought out the uh, the tickling face people as well I mean that was yes. a uh, Thomas was telling me that when he posted the trailer for Gitchy, it, he had instantaneous hits. And most, of them yes. were, and most of them were all the fetish on Tickling. So he hit the, the Tickling fetish, he hit the Horror fetish, and he hit the Clown Freaks. Now, yes. you know what I mean? So he hit all three. And that, I think that's what why this is going to be so popular is because it, it has three genres. Well, not genres, but three areas that's going to make it really, really big.
0: Yes, and I, I, you know, it's funny because I get hit up with a lot of emails from people that seen the movie.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So I, I, I never know if like they're horror fans, my fans, or just the, um, the tickling <laughs> or the tickling freaks. I know. I called Tom, call Tom not too long ago where I'm like, Thomas, what the hell did you get me into? He's like, Why? <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting all these weird emails from people saying they want to tickle me. <laughs> like I'm afraid I, I'm afraid I might get kidnapped one day. Like I, I bring it up. But then somebody, my girlfriend actually brought it up to me. She's like, you know, because the um, <laughs> I'll put it out there, I don't care. The, um, the, the Rex Ryan, the coach of the New York Jets, him and his wife had this have this foot fetish thing. Oh. So like in my head, I'm so in my head, I'm like, I wonder if Rex Ryan had seen the movie. Oh. You know, like, because they had, yeah. that, they had that whole they had that whole tickling scandal where, like, she, you know, he was filming his wife's feet and, and like it was on YouTube. And I'm like, I wonder if he ever came across Gitchy. I bet you. like, did. you know. <laughs> I bet he like did. did yeah, I mean, yeah, like him being like, damn, man, I wish I was Gitchy. Oh, he, my You know, I fit the uh, character.
1: Oh, my God. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh,
0: that that would be cool. Maybe, yeah. I'll wear, maybe if I go to the uh, Jets game this year, maybe I'll wear a Gitchy shirt. Maybe he'll notice it. Yeah. Maybe Yeah, we can make another promo where, like, it rated right, him only this who played Victor and Gitsy was caught seeing at the New York Jets game
1: yeah. <laughs> that's great
0: but, but I'm I'm hoping to cross the barrier where like people will just notice me without the shirt you know that's just like that's the point of my career I want to get to where people will just like notice me yeah. without me like going all out trying to get people to notice me right but you know that's, that's the uh, that's the career we're in you know we need patience and it takes time and you know if it works out for me, it works out for me. Yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm not doing this for the fame and fortune. I'm like, I, I'm just doing it for the fun of it. Like, you know, because I, I love acting, and I, you know, just be, especially being on the set of Gitchy, It was just so much fun. Like, we all had a good time. Especially the whole like tickling and killing me, and it, it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I really enjoyed it. You know, I it's one of my favorite films that I've watched this year. I mean, I have like ten of them so far, but but it, it made the it made the list. Now there's one that's a short film, another short that you were in, and yeah. um, I'm going to look for it. Uh, it's called Bloody Mary. You played. Oh, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, that was a uh, that was uh, directed by uh, David Simbel. Um Yeah, it was a short film. He, he was a Montclair student, but um, yeah, he uh, that was a that was a fun that was a fun movie. I did too. It, it took a day to shoot. And um, yeah, you know, like I said, I'm all into the whole horror genre. Yeah. So, like, you know, if I, if I'm offered a role in a horror movie, like, you know, I don't I don't hesitate; I take it. But of course, like, I have to look at the script and see, like, you know, where it's going to go and what I have to do. And so, it, it it was all good, and I had a lot of fun filming that. And you know, I'm, you know, it's basically about like a, you know that whole. Story with Bloody Mary, the whole witch yep. story, and um, yeah, it was it was it was fun. Um, that actually got accepted into the New York Short Film Festival. Nice. That that, that got uh, accepted into a festival up in New York. Um, yeah, where am I gonna go with Bloody Mary? Yeah. Um, I had, you know it was it was cool because a lot of the stuff in the film like I was able to improvise because like you know that's kind of like what I I like doing sometimes because I really get into a character when I'm able to improvise right like the one like the one scene in Bloody Mary like at towards the end of the movie like when I die of course it's another horror movie where I where, where I die um, like you know it was me locked in this room where I couldn't get out and. Then out of nowhere, like, I start throwing myself into the wall, back and forth, falling on the ground, being raised up in the air. Like, that wasn't even in the script. Like, I, I just came up with that. Oh, where wow. I'm like, you know, because I, I just like being creative, and especially in a horror movie, like, you know, you got to make it real just real scary and suspenseful. Right. So, originally, originally, I was supposed to just get locked in there and then just get killed. So, like, I was kind of like, you know, what can I do? what can I do Like in between takes I was like what can I do to make this look good so I told the uh, DP the camera guy who was filming I was like yo check this out I got an idea just follow me you know I had to tell him I had to tell him ahead of time just follow me where I go and, like that's when I just started like being tossed across this whole room like falling on the ground raising myself back up because you know if it's dealing with like a witch where like some, again something supernatural, you know, you gotta like throw yourself across the room. Right. It was, got, it was kind of like in the Nightmare in Elm Street, the original. You know, when Tina died, you know, she was in the room being right. tossed up on the ceiling, but you couldn't see anybody.
1: Right. That's true. Which That's
0: I true. which but that shit that shit scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. You know, that freaked me out. And the Nightmare in Elm Street still freaks me out. <laughs> so like I I wanted to be a part of that, and like I said, I like having fun on a on a movie set, so I just tossed myself all around and yeah it was pretty funny a lot of people like bloody mary you know i i like like once again i worked with a lot of great people you know the the crew was awesome i actually got my girlfriend involved in it and she did a lot of the the makeup on my face when i got cut up and killed and you know every, everybody it was just another um good movie set i was on and everybody had a good time and that's always the important thing
1: well one thing that i find interesting with your career is um the short films. Now, you might want to be in feature films. I understand that. But yes. but there is a lot of short films that people can dig into because, number one, they're short films. And a lot of people, I mean, all depends on the moment, don't want to sit for an hour and a half to watch a film. But this next yeah. one here, it's not really a horror. It's more like a drama mystery thriller. But I'm kind of anxious to, to look for it. Uh, a bullet for your thoughts. Yes. You played Gibbons. Now, do you want to give this as an idea exactly what I mean? Not exactly it is a short film. You don't want to give it all away, but like what your role was and what was and what it was like.
0: Um, well, the character of Gibbons was. Um, it, it was it, what was cool about the whole thing was I, I remember um, the director James Newman. He uh, you know he emailed me and he was kind of like because he was in Long Island. I live in. Um, I live in Middletown, New Jersey, which is. About a two-hour drive, and um, so like he, he, so I always hesitate like doing films, especially far away, and uh, it, just ta- it just takes up too. Uh, it just takes up way too much of my time, and especially it's hard working on independence. But um, James Newman like hit me up with an email, and he was kind of like, you know, well, this is what I kind of want you to do. I want you to just call. I want you to leave a voicemail. But I want you to be the character of this guy who has like a short temper. You know, he's calm, and then he comes crazy. He becomes crazy. So it was it was awesome because I didn't have to go drive or go to New York for an audition. Like I did it over the phone, oh, and wow. I kind of just I improvised. I kind of just you, that was the whole point of like he was just like pretend I'm this character who got your brother involved with. Because it was just one of those like Reservoir dog type movies. It, it was you know we're not like really a mafia. We're just like a crew of like criminals, you know that you know rob and steal and kill people. Right. So I, I called them up. I called them up and left a voicemail. And I, I went <laughs> like I went berserk on it. Like he has a copy of of the uh, voicemail. And I want to try to get a copy of it. Where I'm like you know, yeah, you know I didn't like what you did the other day. So I'm like you know I need to know where you are and then I just go crazy over the phone like I just went crazy and I just started improvising and then I was like honking my horn because I was driving when I was doing it I'm like <laughs> screaming at people I'm screaming at people next to me and I was like yeah and I was, like, where was I and then I remember like I I checked my I checked my phone like an hour later because I had to go I had to be somewhere and the guy James called me up and he was like you know Randy I was blown away by your performance I really want to give you this part (laughs) so I I got the I got the role and you know outside of horror movies uh, you know I I love I would love to get into like crime drama movies like movies like in that in that genre and um I was all about being the bad guy you know being like that crazy bad guy and um but, like, I tried getting, you know, I tried getting out of it, because, you know, we had a discussion, I'm like, you know what, if you want to hire somebody local, you know, I want you to give that local guy a job, because I'm driving far, huh? I'll be, you know, commuting very far.
1: Right. And,
0: uh, so I wound up, uh, he gave me the part, and, you know, the first night of shooting, you know, it took me four hours to get there, because I got stuck in the uh, Long Island Expressway. Oh, yeah, And, yeah. And it was just frustrating for me because, like, I was like, you know, I don't want to be doing this anymore. I don't want to be freaking driving hours just to, like, work on a movie, you know. I want to get, like, the the other treatment. But, like, once again, like, that was just a great experience, you know, just being, like, that character, you know, not being that, like, just being that badass dude that just doesn't take shit. And, like, I kind of had, what I kind of... The uh, inspiration I kind of used in that character was kind of like the um, Dennis Leary's character from the movie Judgment Night. Yeah,
1: yeah. Where,
0: where he was just like that Irish-looking guy who's in the middle of the hood, just like t- like t- just everybody was scared of him, and that was the kind of the character that inspired me to just really go with this Gibbons character, and like we d- we. We did we did really awesome with that. Like the, my co-stars, you know, the dude Justin and um Ryan Doyle, you know, they they were awesome. Like you know, we had such a good time. You know, I was able to like you know, come up with my own fighting because like in the scene, like I had to like beat up the dude Ryan Ryan Doyle who plays Jacoby. So like I had to like just choreograph my own fighting, you know.
1: And like it was just like
0: another one of those movies where I was able to improvise and just do my thing, and you know, it, you know, but yeah, it came out really good. A lot of people liked it, and you know, we're just hoping. You know, it, but what it, what it did for me was it made me look like a real actor. I guess probably because you know I'm sitting there with like my hair long and like. Right. with a tie and I just look very mature like the feedback I got it from like friends and just people like outside of my circle were like you know you actually look like a real actor like you look really good especially the trailer we made for it and then we finally just put it online and a lot of people saw it and people really digged it
1: cool well there, there is one more movie I want to talk to you about and I think this is your what your first movie and first full length movie am I taking it only Go There At Night, Darkness Rising, in 2009?
0: Yes, that was actually my second full-length movie. Okay.
1: Um,
0: but, yeah, that was uh, one of my favorite movies, like, especially the whole time period of it being filmed. That was one of my favorite movies, yes. Only Go There At Night. Um, yeah, um, it was actually a sequel to a, a first one called Only Go There At Night, it's it's based it's like basically based around the whole weird New Jersey, like the uh, the whole the magazine and about like the different like places in New Jersey that are supposedly haunted. Yeah, and um, so I uh, yeah, so like I had to I had to audition for um the cat the uh, the character from the first movie Drake Ma- um who Jake Matthews was the character from the first movie. That uh, he winds up dying in the end of it, so I play the brother who comes back to avenge his death, and um, which is which is which is fine by me. You know, from for me growing up watching all like movies, you know, I'm down with that. Right. And uh, so I, yeah, so I went to the audition, and um, you know, I was in that I was in that mode where like you know, I, I guess I, I saw the character description where I had to play like a military type, and uh, so I went to the audition like you know wearing my kind of like wearing green you know I have this like green winter jacket and like you know I was just being in character the whole time like I was sitting in the corner not talking to anybody and I walked, I came in the audition with like weapons because I did in the scene I had to use weapons right so like I, I did the audition and uh, you know I wound up getting the part two days later and you know I'm hoping my acting skills won me the won me the role but I think it's because I have a resemblance of, to the character from the first movie. Uh, and, um, yeah. No, nah, but uh, I'm not complaining. You know,
1: uh-huh.
0: I'll take that role and I'll just run with it. You know, I, it just worked out perfectly for me. I remember getting, I remember getting to the audition and, and there was this guy there and he was like, "Oh man, you look like the you look like the character's brother from the first movie." And I'd never even seen the first movie. I'd never even seen clips of it. Right. And too. like when I when I went home, I was like, "Oh wow, I actually do look like him." And, um, yeah, so that movie that movie was a lot of fun. It was filmed all over New Jersey. And, um, you know, I, it was cool because I, I, I wasn't playing me. Like, normally, I'm the type of guy that's very energetic and, like, running my mouth and just having a lot of good time. So I had to play that, like, that character who was, like, based, like, who, you know, I'm, I'm all about the military. I'm in the Army. I'm in, like, the Army. And, like, here I am just not liking anybody because I want to know who killed my brother. So I had to get really, really like into the character to sell it. Where I'm just like, you know, I, you don't want to fuck with me, right? And well,
1: uh, there is an, uh, an actor that you're that you're you're with that I think he's a damn good actor, and that's Edward X. Young. He played the preacher.
0: Yeah, Ed- Edward. Yeah, he was he was fun. I, I like Edward. He he's um, he reminds me so much of like a hey, very independent. You, independent movie type he reminds me of like a uh, a Tom Savini and a Lloyd Kaufman just by who he is and what he does yep, yep. and yeah he was, a lot, he was a lot of fun like he was he was there in some of the film shoots and like he was coming up with all these ideas of like all his types of special effects and I was all about it I'm like yeah you know you can chop my head off you're like yeah you you can blow up my back. like I'm, I'm all about just like going all out doing stuff like that and Edward was a lot of fun I wasn't there I wasn't there for his um, his his uh, filming but like you know he was on set a lot no I, and I Ed, go ahead I'm sorry no yeah, Edward actually he, he is he is awesome and I do I do follow him on online and he, he's always working on some new project which is which is pretty much awesome
1: as a matter of yep I, I know what movie that was too but I just realized that one of your cast members from Gitchy is in there with you as well. Now, Liz Walsh. Now, did you happen to catch her when you were there, when you were filming, or was she a separate day?
0: Um, which movie, Only Go There At Night?
1: Yeah. Liz Walsh.
0: Um, she she wasn't she wasn't there when I was there, which is fine by me, because me and Liz Walsh, like we we worked on many movies together. Like I did a short film with her in the morning sun, she played my mother. I was in a movie called Last Day's Assignment, a full-length movie where she was playing my uh, um, this this uh, this mother that I was after. Then she was in Gitchy, and then she was in Only Go There at Night. And the funny part about Liz Walsh is, when I first met her, we found out we had the same acting te- acting teachers. Who was uh, John Ide from Actors Training Institute, who taught me everything I know, and. I owe so much, I owe so much to him, and um yeah, so me and Liz, like, you know, we worked on a lot of movies together, That's so like, cool. we're, no, I think, I, I think it's awesome, like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't mad that I didn't see her during the only go to at night, because I see her so much, and like, she's an incredible actress, and, you mm-hmm. know, she could pull, she could pull off, uh, a Mrs. Voorhees from, uh, Friday she's, the 13th.
1: She could. <laughs> yeah. I bet she could
0: yeah but but like the no, only go to a night was um another one of my uh better movies because you know i did have a a big role in it like i was able to like you know show off like my my fighting styles were like you know i was able to have a big a big fight at the end of the movie with the uh the villain of the movie and you know i was carrying around guns and just being like that that character that just stands out that everybody loves and you know when I was at the premiere of it like I actually saw, it was, I was like signing autographs like little kids because they were loving my character because here I was like this this crazy guy with like nunchucks and uh, knives and guns and brass knuckles and oh, half the weapons were mine
1: Right? just
0: not the guns just not the guns and um and I actually I actually did get a uh in the, I did get a, a media attention from that movie as well. I was actually um, in an article in Backstage the Newspaper, which is um, the nationwide like, actor's resource for all cast news. Okay. For, like, for everything in the business. And here I, here I was. I had an article in one of the newspapers like a, a year and a half ago. I actually, I actually, I actually shared the same newspaper as Christopher Pine. Because Christopher Pine was like the, uh, he was the cover of, of the newspaper, and he uh, he had the top article in the in the in the in the magazine. But in my head, I was like, you know, I wonder if Chris Pine was so curious that he bought that ma- paper for himself, read it, and went through it, and came across me in it because yeah. I did, I did have a, I did have a big article in it. And and the one thing that stands out was just like, you know, Randy Mamoli was a class clown. No future, no nothing, but he's overcoming all of that and (laughs) turning it into the acting business.
1: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, I do want to thank you for coming on. Uh, You're a very uh, interesting and energetic guy, as I can tell. Um, Oh, yeah. This is Phil Nichols, and I play the character of Renfield in Renfield, the Undead. Hello, Donnie.
0: How are you?